Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. <laughs> we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bala here's a performer. Oh, and Dr. <laughs> Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. Now, we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast. Clank. Everyone, <laughs> welcome back. We're excited to be back. We are, we are. I don't know if you can just tell from the entrance, but you should know by now, Tom's not on call. I'm not on Dr. call. Dr. Tom's not on, not on call. Vibes are good. Vibes. Um, the liquor is pouring. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are happy. Drinks are flowing. Things are good. Things are back to Things normal. Things are right. Things are yeah. good, aren't no, they? No. Um, first of all, for anyone who is new, welcome to the podcast. Now, yeah. just a, a quick introduction of um, on what we do this podcast. We look at RuPaul's Drag Race, mm-hmm. the show. And from the- our perspective, not only as super fans, but now and then we throw in a bit of my performance background and then Tom's um, psychology. Psychiatry, Alleged psychiatry stuff. Yeah. What do you psychiatry in this? Psych- psychiatrism. He, I think he's it's a called. psychiatrist guy. Yeah, we we use that to um, kind of give you a look into our world and how we see see it from some from a super fan point of view, we, but also through from, our professional lenses. Yeah, exactly. There's certain things that we may feel we have an informed opinion on from time to time, but it's not often. Yeah. So, um, and also, what we do is we watch it live. Now, you've always, you know, you've heard of what is it, Crisco's? No, Crisco's. Roscoe's. Roscoe's. Crisco. Crisco's. Isn't Crisco like like fat or something? Okay. Yeah, listen, I don't know how that came into my head. Or pastry or <laughs> That's something. What they use for something. Yeah. Um, it was it Fresco's? It's like a Fresco's viewing. Party. No, Roscoe's. Roscoe's. Fresco's. Tom, Fresco's is this fictional okay, supermarket you, from Coronation Street. You need to back it up. <laughs> you need to calm down and just keep sipping. I need to put this okay. glass down. Yeah, no, I need to absolutely need take, to a sip, take a sip. Because I absolutely need <laughs> to shut up. Now, we watch it live, okay? So we haven't seen it. We watch it. We pause and we podcast in between. And the reason we do this is we want to give you a real look into what we think and feel. At the in, in real time, fresh, undiluted, raw. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So our opinions, our opinions are our own. It's yeah. not. Yeah. So that's why we. That's why you notice our podcast comes up very early, is because we want to get it out there before we hear or we're influenced yeah. by what other people say. And a lot of the times, which I'm happy about, sometimes our viewpoints are very different to what other people. I love it. Think and feel, and I love that. Often different to the judges as well, because we give our opinion as we go along. Yeah. Remember, guys. Really, you know. Do we really need the judges on this show? No. No. We have us. We have you. Um, We're the opinions that count. Yeah. Us and our listeners. Hopefully that's why you're here. So that's the quick uh, brief rundown of what we do. And um, most of the time we are happily sipping on something We just feel it helps the flow. Helps the flow. Today we're being very, very fancy. So we've already been to um, Gay Church, which is brunch. <laughs> with our lovely friend Sally. So yes. Shout out to Sally. I'm sure she's listening. She is a heterosexual woman with children. Yes. And we don't we don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. We don't. As you we... will find as the show goes on today, we do not discriminate. No. Uh, so we had brunch with her. And we had a lovely time. Uh, I, I think one cocktail turned into a few. And, I mean, what did you expect? I mean, it's brunch. Sally being unused it's... to gay brunches didn't expect to drink and was surprised when I was sipping on an espresso martini by the time she arrived yeah and she was like I wish you told me I really have my gin and tonic and I'm like she she said I wish you told me you were drinking because I drove and I was like it's brunch (laughs) 
Okay. Message to our straight <laughs> friends and listeners. If a gay asks you, if, you, if you're meeting up for brunch with a gay, don't it's drive. Boozy. Don't drive. <laughs> it's boozy. Get the bus. Get yeah. a taxi. Walk. It is boozy. It's it's a how the wine. How how long have you known her? Come on. I've known Sally for about eighteen years. Ah, uh, she's learning. She's learning. So, um, she's a wonderful person, but look, she has a lot to learn in this realm. We're happy and we're ready to get straight into the next episode. Now we've already seen the. First half of the cast, the first episode, which, I mean, if you want to hear what we think about it, listen to the first podcast. This episode is dedicated to the next seven queens. We're going to walk into this. Um, But before we move on, we have to say that we've already got one win for Cornbread. One win for Cornbread. And we've had to say goodbye to the lovely Orion Orion story. story. Who I found a very intriguing queen. Like... I keep on I keep on having this thought that Rue put so much emphasis on someone is going home tonight that I keep on thinking like is there something that's going to happen soon are they going to bring back a queen or something time will tell time will tell I mean, there's that chocolate bar, whatever it is yeah that golden ticket golden ticket that Willy Wonka kind of theme maybe the thing first that's happening the first five girls to go get a tour of a chocolate factory and there's a chance. Tom, we'll lose listeners they, now. They Can could you, become a blueberry. Just, just keep sipping. They could fall into a chocolate just, river. Just, you know, just don't stop sipping. Yeah, just, yeah. just keep Maybe drinking. Maybe my thoughts have wandered now. I've got yeah. this. Yeah. Um, I think we should just get into seeing the next group of girls because, again, there's a lot to dissect. We're going to have a look at the new girls coming in. They're all going to do a talent show. We're going to see their best If it's like drag. the last episode, then certainly yes. I mean, of course it will be. It'll be the exact same be. model, won't it? So we had photo shoot, talent show, signature drag, hopefully again, because we felt last time that was such a good way of like getting a flavour of all different queens. We need to crack on because there's a lot to get on with. Our first queen to walk in is Georgius. Georgius. And her catchphrase is, hello, this, is it gorgeous like George? I don't know what she's saying. Hello, um, this, it is Georgius like gorgeous. It feels a bit like she's explaining the pun of her name a yeah. little bit. It's like, in case you didn't get thank, it. I mean, thank God, because I would it. not have known. <laughs> I was like, whoo, lucky, because I would have struggled with that one. She's a little cutie pie. She certainly she lives up to her name. She is gorgeous, and she's a, a petite little dynamo, isn't she? She walks in in this um, sort of scarlet marabou trim she looks like she's ready to dance to me and i i feel like that's the essence of georgia i can't wait to see her perform she is a little fireball mm. so cute she's adorable she's adorable she's cute you can tell she's got a bit of flavor she's like ariana grande ariana grande ariana grande <laughs> she's ariana grande the, the latina spanish ariana grande with sailor moon here Yes. That's okay. What, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Very Selena. Very. very you know she, what? She says it reminds that, me of Kenya Michaels for some reason. Because she's a, I guess, a petite Latina dynamo. Yeah. Um. She said, obviously, she says Selena and J Lo and these Latina goddesses are her inspiration. Um. I'm thinking back to Meet the Queens because obviously we've seen the Meet the Queens as well. I I feel like what I expect from her is probably what I'm going to get which is she'll be amazing in lip sync. She'll be amazing in a girl group challenge. I feel like anything else would be a surprise from her. Dancing diva. She, 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 she's yeah. a young, sorry, a young dancing is diva. Is that to differentiate herself from, from Kennedy or and, and Alyssa? And from Crystal Method. 
<laughs> remember Crystal Method was like, oh, um, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. known for my sickening dance moves and uh, you know the dancing <laughs> yes. diva Texas. So they're like, really? She's like, no. 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 <laughs> that was such a cute moment. But no, Georgia's is gorgeous. And um, yeah, that's it. Next, we have our lovely camper queen walking in. It's Deja Sky with the catchphrase. Oh, very original. Go on. All Go right, on. season 14. Let's get sickening. <laughs> I like Deja. Yeah. I love a campy queen. I would say so far, she is the queen who we've seen from both the episodes who encapsulates classic camp drag the most we saw several girls in the other group who who kind of flirted with camp drag or alternative drag but she's like classic old school camp um so i i you know i love those queens the tina burners you know the nina west's just camp big drag queens um yeah so there's a lot to like it her entrance look isn't my favorite um, I, I can see what she's going for. It's kind of like a clowny polka dot sort of thing. I feel like the top should... Isn't it Vivian Westwood? No, deconstructed. <laughs> um, I feel like the, the top... The reason I say that, just let me clarify, okay? Because mm-hmm. people might think I don't know fashion when I am fashion. I have pure white couches. <laughs> um, I, Gucci, I have... Versace, fashion. I, I am fashion. <laughs> The thing is, every time anyone, and this is drag queen or any anyone in this world, every time they have something that looks like put together roughly, or they try to pass yeah. something off hodgepodge as fashion, what they say is, it's very Vivian Westwood. So case in point being uh, Bimini's construction looks yeah. in season two of UK. Bimini is so gorgeous and had some amazing looks on that season. But the ones she made were a bit rough around the edges. She claimed it was Vivian Westwood, but it was just a bit rough around the for, edges. For anyone Bimini. looking at going on to Drag Race, what this is what you need to say, okay? <laughs> it is Vivian Westwood. Every time a judge looks at what you created and it looks like a mess, you say, it's actually Vivian Westwood You've literally just... Put a bunch, glued a bunch of rags and to then, your body. And then they'll be like, oh. Yeah. It's punk. It's deconstructed. It's avant-garde. It's Vivian Westwood. Let, let me tell you what I think about this look. I mean, it looks, you know, when you, what's that? Pin the tail of the donkey where they blindfold you and you have to try pin the tail on the donkey. It's a bit of For a funny me, one. it feels like someone had fabric and they were just like piecing it on to, into a silhouette. Yeah. Which I, I mean. Which, you know, would work. My, if that top, which I think is supposed... No, okay. I'm not going to try and be her brain, but I think it would work better if it was a nude illusion, that top, with the fabric draped. But it's not. It doesn't match her skin tone. Anyway, um, her her Meet the Queen's look was much, much better. Her Meet the Queen's look was really, really good. The yellow, canary yellow kind of vinyl puff shoulders thing. And I think she made it, she said. like, And if that's what she's capable of, fantastic. Can't wait to see more. But this look is my favorite. Having said that, as a queen, I'm excited to see what she brings. Because she's interesting. Because she's a camp queen, but also talks about choreography and dance and stuff, which is an unusual mix. Um, and I do get a nice feel off her, just the way that she's talking to Georgia's and stuff. She seems like a cool, chill girl. She's got good, like, mama bear vibes. Yeah. You know, like, someone that you just automatically feel so comfortable around. For mm. example, Chris, your friend Chris. Yes, yes. He Everyone's has, fave. He has 
he is mama bear energy where you meet him and you're, yes. you just feel comfortable around yes. him yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. so many people like there's someone that you know everyone everyone knows that someone where you've met and you just feel comfortable mm-hmm. Latrice Royale is another example she just gives off this energy your Juju she gives off Ju- lovely warmth oh yeah well Juju she, she gives yeah. off the energy there's someone that has the energy and I feel like they mm-hmm. just got has that now it's funny that you talk about um the meet the queens because Bob the drag queen I've been following his TikTok has uh, has <laughs> been talking about um, the Meet the Queen's looks. Okay. Specifically, and the Meet the Queen's look that he wore was not his own. So they gave them a brief of what they, what everyone in season eight, they gave them all a brief on the kind of vision. They gave them a vision board of this is kind of what we're going what for. what the Meet the Queen's looks even were. And then, so he's got that, like that red wig and that kind of yellow skirt. It's very like, like, uh, Think like Twiggy Retro. Uh, oh, that's what it was. It was sixties retro yeah. um, hair salon. So, um, so they didn't like his look, and apparently he was like, "No, I'm not going to wear that." I, I, he brought what he wanted mm. to wear, and um, basically he was like pulling a, "No, I'm not going to wear that." And then he, uh, he eventually found something on the rack there that mm-hmm. he was like, "Okay, I, I'll wear this. This will go." But he was pulling a diva. Good on him. Yeah. But what what I got from that is. He said they had only filmed one episode mm-hmm. before doing Meet the Queens. For me, I've always thought um, that they did Meet the Queens after the actual filming and they brought them all back. No, I'd heard that before. I'd heard Venus Delight say she was brought back for the promo from season so, three. So, yeah. yeah so th- that really depends. I mean, I think season by season is very different. Mm. But for season eight, it seems that only one episode was done and then they had to do Meet the Queens. Mm-hmm. I, I, I Imagine don't know. being brought back and having to be like, yeah, I'm here to win when you know you've gone home first. It, how embarrassing, <laughs> right? How embarrassing. For me, like, it wasn't even worse like, when they bring you back after filming the whole thing when you know you didn't yeah. win. And then they're like, now tell everyone how you want to win. If mm. that was me and they brought me back and I was already eliminated, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to take the crown. I ain't leaving with that crown. Uh-uh, <laughs> mama. I'm here. I'm a winner. I'll play it humble. I'll be like, well, you know what? Winning's not everything. <laughs> I'm throwing subtle hints that I'm humble. And you're like, but I win, I don't win. <laughs> it's but, a very difficult competition. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> now, a lot of people sitting at home may think that this is easy, but it's really, it's harder than it looks. So mm. uh, I'm not here to win. I'm here to make friends. I'm here to just make a difference. Judge us kindly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be nice to us. We're yeah. humans. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but going back to the just sky, I'm a, I'm, I love pastels. She loves pastels. She's a choreographer. So, I mean, she's got a creative eye. With movement, love the idea. It's an unusual mix choreography with with camp. Yeah. So let's see how that plays out. But I'm excited to see more from Deja. Now this next queen, Jasmine Kennedy. Oh, this y'all is just the entry look. She's Tom, our first New York queen. New York. But we, we usually get about you know half a dozen New York queens per per season. But I mean, eventually they'll run out one. of them. They're going to run out of them. It's Absolutely. season fourteen now. They've all been on. They've yeah. all been on. They, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. been on. She's Ruble the last Drag queen Race. in New York who's not been on Drag Race. No, she's a dancer. She's a dancer. There's choreography, she's and I, you know, I'm as a dancer myself. I'm all for it. But as a dancer myself as well, she did the classic dancer introduction. <laughs> now, let me tell you what that is before I mention what uh-huh. I saw. Yeah. When a dancer meets another dancer, 
there's uh, the introduction is more like oh yay we both are dancers how amazing <laughs> at the back of your head you're like okay i'm better than you i got my eye on you okay i want to see what you got because i i want to see if you're better than me i'm already competitive i got my eye on you that's the dance introduction Do you know what i it's think very it's five six seven eight <laughs> and fake and fake it's, it's like very fake it's like when any gay meets another gay basically and you're deciding whether you're going to be mortal enemies or best friends so you do a fake introduction you're like yes i've heard heard of you you know i've seen you around the office yeah yeah that's an interesting choice of scarf isn't it (laughs) (laughs) oh so interesting your style's so unique she did the dance introduction to uh georgia's Georgia's and her had the dance interaction for me. The, oh, your dance? Oh, yes, work, mama. And they'll do that. Work, mama. Yes, mama. <laughs> split. Oh, yeah, splits for the gods. But really, <laughs> they're like, how good is your split? Well, Jasmine. Tell can, me about your pirouette. Jasmine, can decides- you coupe? <laughs> can you go? I want to see you, Alice Khan. How grand is your jeté? <laughs> How grand is your jeté? Little did they know there's a queen with the surname jeté in the cast. And she did not jeté once she during her jeté. performance. I thought Jasmine, interestingly, came in with a somewhat submissive position, though, when she because she approached Georgia saying she was a fan, which was interest, an interesting thing to do if you say... Oh, 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 oh is, this, is this a bit of psychology? Well, I just, Tell think, me. I just think, you know, uh, she's either bring her up but it's just it's a little bit submissive when you're entering that situation when you meet someone and you're already putting them above you yeah ah um, but it's, it feels like they're trying to set up a dancer rivalry here i will also say for dancers you- are always going to be rivals with each other mm. uh, do you know why and the reason is this everyone the reason is this because for one acting job there are hundreds of um, mm-hmm. dancers mm-hmm. going for that one for that one dancing commercial mm-hmm. there is a long line of dancers yeah. so there has to be that rivalry and there is always going to be that rivalry because there's always more dancers than there are jobs absolutely yeah. it is what it is and she's gorgeous. Our, you know, her style, she, this looks like very showgirly to me with the feathers and the rhinestones. I really liked her Meet the Queen's look, which is a very sort of Versace-esque, kind of sleek, armoured, Grecian kind of thigh-high slit number. She's really, really gorgeous. And I do find her interesting as New York Queen as well because she slightly breaks the mould because most New York Queens that we see are very kind of like cabaret, comedy, singer. But she's a dancer, more in the mould of kind of your... Um, you kind of your Kennedys and your Alyssas and your, your sort of Texan Southern queens, hmm. you know, your pageant queens. So really, really, really interesting. And let's see, let's see what she does. I mean, she's got very uh, a cute geek nerd look with cheekbones and her confessionals. Those cheekbones. They could cut glass. They could cut diamonds. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, like fatality in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> she has to, you know how you greet someone, you kiss them on the cheek? Uh-huh. That's her fatality. Absolutely. Finish her. <laughs> hey, girl. Mwah. Death. Done. Decapitated. Gone. Decapitated. Sliced off. <laughs> Chung Lao. Head out. Back out. <laughs> Props to you. Now, the now. next queen. Now. The queen of the hour. The queen of the hour. So so I think we're going to have a little chat now, aren't we? Yeah. Because we postponed it from last week. and Look. Metamorphosis. I've, I've just topped up my glass uh-huh, because you need to lubricate. Before yourself. I need to, yeah, lubricate. <clears throat> I'm reaching for my glass. Let's take a sip. <clears throat> now, Maddie, there's been a lot of controversy around Maddie, and I'm going to say that my basic standpoint at the moment is I do not care what her sexuality is. 
at all. Um, there's so much interest. I do think it's very interesting, the conjecture and debate. Let's have a little think back about kind of history and precedent, if you like. Maddie walks in and she says to the camera, she's the first cisgender. Well, first of all, let's, let's say her catchphrase. Because okay. I've said it with every other queen and this shouldn't be any different. Oh, We're absolutely. not going to treat her We're not going to be prejudiced different. against yeah. her. There's yeah. no yeah. prejudice yeah. in this yeah. podcast, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. She says, get ready to pitch a tent, America. The camp queen is here. Very witty. I'm here for it. I like it. <laughs> it's a picture. But can that I just say this? When she walked, when she walked in, the first thing that came into my head was, oh, she's straight, straight. Yeah. <laughs> that walk, if you didn't know, if you didn't walk, know, wouldn't you think she's a bit kind of like understated yes, and butch? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would too. Not butch. It was just like... But no, but another question. It was just awkward. But it was awkward. It was um that walk for me was awkward. It was just like a um like it's a walk better than him cheese. It's like an accountant. That's <laughs> how an accountant would. I, I, would but think I feel like she's walks. making a joke of it because her drag here is a reference to that Guy Fieri guy. Is he like man versus well, food and like that? I know that you say you're making a joke of it, but then can we talk about the man spreading as well on the Meet the Queens? There's Gosh, so we're already much, wandering uh, so far, aren't I we? know, there's just so much of that. Okay, let's break it right down. I, I just like I to think, think for both... a second in terms okay. of precedent, okay? So yes, I think she's... Well, one thing I want to say is that very few queens on Drag Race feel a need to define their sexuality. We assume that most of them are homosexual, cisgender males, or they're trans women who are usually heterosexual, but not necessarily talking about it a lot, you know? Uh, and obviously we've had a, a trans man um, who's, uh, I actually don't know, got mixed orientation, but it doesn't matter. Um, we have had on UK a... Um, pansexual or bisexual person in scaredy cat and also i think it's noteworthy on dragula and there wasn't much of a fanfare around it um disasterina is described herself as heteroflexible because she was married to a lady mm-hmm. and i you know D- disasterina is her own very special creation is <laughs> no. just her own Visa. very special creation who can't be put in any sort of box really adore Dis- disasterina she needs to be on everything by the way so, yeah, but I'm thinking kind of like in terms of precedent around the world, right? So, yeah, we're used to drag queens being trans women or gay men. Um, and, yeah, it is a little bit anomalous to have a straight man in this environment. But growing up in Britain... Or gay woman. Or gay woman. Well, Victoria Scon's a gay woman. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so was um, Landon Cider. Landon Cider, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, growing up in British kind of culture, it was really, really not unusual for me growing up to see straight men doing drag. Dame Edna, Les Dawson, uh, Dick Emery. It's just a part of British culture that straight men do like this certain form of drag and it's very comedic and it's very old school, but it's not, I, I'm not a stranger to it. I mean, if we're going old, old school, <laughs> we can talk about how drag and the mm. Shakespearean times. I think that's where the, the term drag was coined. As in yep. it from Shakespeare, um, dressed up as a girl. Yep, Greek so, theatre as well. And it well. was always straight men. So yeah. they, if anything, Maddie is the pure... <laughs> Yeah. introduction of what drag is where it came from because it did come from straight 
art culture. Absolutely. So she should be like, reclaiming my time, reclaiming <laughs> my time. I am drag. We am into and drag. Drag is from us. Greek theatre as well, because the Greeks, the ancient Greeks, I should say, not modern Greeks, obviously, the ancient Greeks basically hated women. And so men would take female roles on stage. Kabuki. Kabuki. No, yeah, the Kabuki Japanese. and no theatre. Yeah, yeah. um, Which Gun taught us Gun. Yeah. What taught you about? I knew about Kabuki. Thank you. <laughs> So it's very, very interesting to me. And like, I think Maddie, especially in the Meet the Queens, was very self-aware and very knowing about this. I think Maddie made a really, really good joke about kind of like, yeah, finally breaking that glass ceiling for straight white cis men. She's very self-aware that, you know, she exists in a position of privilege. But I think as a community... We should be embracing, supporting people who want to embrace and support us. And Maddie is clearly one of those people. She's not like robbing jobs from like gay and trans people. She's in a total minority in the drag community. She's an anomaly. There's not many straight guys who the want to irony, do. The irony, the irony. She is, she, a straight white male, is a minority. Well, I'm very, very aware that she walks in and she clearly says it's the producers because it's a, it's a prodded comment like yeah she's cisgender heterosexual male whatever she's not in a hurry to say it to the girls in her introduction why should she be it's like who who walks into a room and like comes out straight you know exactly if we're accepting drag for what it's been it's known to be today Mm. which is art Mm -hmm. if we're looking at drag Mm -hmm. purely as what we say and claim it always is and always has been art yeah then there is no reason for us to really focus on that absolutely why, can i ask you a question why are people so hung up or what where is this this whole discussion coming about Could, or coming from having a straight man um because do drag? because i think personally so many so many people who watch the show appreciate drag within the microcosm of drag race And she's an anomaly within that microcosm. When you look with a historical or wider cultural precedent, I don't think she's that much of an anomaly. Um, I'm all for it. She's clearly like, why are we criticizing somebody who is clearly an ally of the LGBTQIA plus community? Exactly. You know, she's, she's doing her own take on the art form. She clearly loves and supports gay and trans people. Like, let's just embrace her. She, I think we will. I, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be one week of everyone like, oh, yeah. ah, straight, and then it's just going to go straight back to what are you bringing to the table? I still think it's it's fine to like have a funny take on it. Like Bob and Alaska have had some really funny takes on the issue. You told me a Bob joke earlier. Bob said, "Um, here's here's a uh, intro. I guess Bob said, I got an introduction for Maddie. Um, uh, what do you call it? A when you walk in a catchphrase." Mm-hmm. And this was it. I'm metamorphosis, and I put the in LGBT, <laughs> which I thought <laughs> and that's was funny. funny. It's like cool, and like, I think Maddie's got a sense of humor about it. So Alaska's been doing really funny like takes on the um, the Meet the Queens thing, where she's dressed in an immaculate replica of Maddie's look, and just by being like a straight up bro, and it's very funny. My thing is why like a. Like, oh, I don't want to talk about being straight. Don't mention it. It's not It's not me. It's a facet, you know, of, of who I am, but it doesn't define my drag. Why are you sitting like that? 
Why why are you sitting like that and meet the queens? And I heard the I heard the excuse. The excuse was that chair kept moving around. Every other queen was sitting um poised with her legs poised, delicately exactly. crossed. Every <laughs> other queen was sitting well and there you are almost it's, it's, it's like we get it. You're straight. Clearly the show wants It's like, you know, that person we've heard on Modern Family, it's the person at the party with a monkey on their shoulder. <laughs> and then when you ask them about the monkey on their shoulder, they're like, Oh, please, stop don't ask me about it. And they're so over it. It's like I mean, it's the most obvious thing to talk about, but you're telling me not to talk about it. It's like uh, uh hmm. I think like so far, you know, her entrance look is very in a way she kinda of reminds me of Willow Pearl's entrance look because it's quite irreverent. Um she's She's come in with this like take on a butch guy in pop culture, but made it drag. And then her Meet the Queens look was a very extravagant, kind of like pink Ming the Merciless sort of look, which I feel like encapsulates the the spectrum of her drag. It was like you know, um, you know, Wanda. Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, Vision. Vision. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I got, like, Vision and drag. Yeah. I was like, yeah, very come vis- through, Vision. Vis- vision meets Ming the Merciless. Look, you know what? Um, I really don't care. I'm glad we had to talk about it. Let's, let's move on. Do you know but- what I think? I think it'll oh. be a big theme this episode, and I hope they drop it. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm already getting is that he's at, look, she is actually quite quick. Interesting that you use the male pronoun. I know, I know, I know, but I, I fixed it. I fixed it, Tom. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm human, believe it or not. Tom, sorry. Um, back it up. Um, like old spot. You'll hear that he's just very quick. And I think it's that dry humor sarcasm, mm. which I'm a huge fan of. I like to dry humor. I can just feel it, though. I can feel that... Um, I can feel Metamorphosis' nerves with having to come out eventually. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, the irony in there. But um, yeah, let's move on. Introducing to the room <laughs> the lovely, um, fluorescent, exuberant, <laughs> uh, multicolored, effervescent, effervescent, Angeria Paris Van Michaels. Now, um, what's down, in the name? Best drag name ever. It really just, it, it reeks of pageantry, doesn't it? Nigeria, Paris, Vermont. Have I told you I grew up with a friend growing when I was younger? Her name, her government name, mm-hmm. seriously, was Mona Lisa Tafia Davidson. I've heard about her many a time, and I want to meet her. I want that's, to photograph her. That's her name, Mona Mona Lisa Tafia Davidson. If you're if you're listening to this podcast and you remember who I am, I'm there. That very, I'm that guy. You wanted to do a swap with her one day. Yes, and so for Christmas, yeah. me, so we were friends. For Christmas, I got a toy gun. For Christmas, she got a pencil case mm-hmm. with coloring pencils and <laughs> felts, and we swapped because she wanted my gun yeah, and I wanted yeah. her coloring, yeah. um, her her coloring pencils and her pencil case. And my uncle was like, where's your gun? And I'm like, oh, I gave it to my friend and, and for this, for these coloring pencils. Mm-hmm. He made me go back to Mona Lisa Tafia Davidson from Coupe Street, Orake, Auckland, New Zealand, <laughs> and made me swap it back. How old were you at that time? I, I mean, I was about maybe seven, eight, eight, you, maybe eight. You've loved those colouring pencils, and you did it not was want. Color. You didn't want that weapon of war. It was colour. It was. It was. I mean, I was so heartbroken when he made me do that. Mona Lisa, if you're out there, reach out. Mona Lisa, please. Barla Mona Lisa, Fire Davidson. I mean, I, I just that's that's a memory. But anyway, that's. <laughs> I mean, she's that's a drag name. If any, if there's a drag name that you want, take hers. 
Now, Ooh, I wonder if she's any relation to Mariah Paris Balenciaga. They've got the same middle name. Uh, I mean, we can usually it's the last name that shows your family. But like you know, Raja, no. What are you going to say, Raja? O the O's the middle Raja name. Raja Howard Davenport. No, Akira Chanel Davenport. One of the girls had two surnames and was in two drag houses. Wasn't Raja Hara also a Davenport? Raja, I are you talking about? She's like, she, was, she was Raja D O'Hara. No, she was Raja D O'Hara. She was Raja Davenport O'Hara. Okay, you can be in two. Can you? Mm. Can you really? Mm. Mm. I mean, she can claim it, but I don't know how that will go loyalty-wise because families are very close, mm. and I really do feel like you have to choose one mm. when it comes to any sort of pageantry or or, or any group. Any any dance group or any CrossFit club, you have to choose well, one. As you, you know, must all too decide. Well. You, you must, must decide. decide. Even though I made it up, you, you must, must decide. decide. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so if any, if there are any friends, fans out there, hit us up. <laughs> there was a narr- there was a girl. We'll call her Betty, <laughs> and a guy. Let's call, call him Neil. Now. I, I can't, can't stress, stress this to point too strongly. The story isn't real. <laughs> we have wandered off topic now. We did, we did, but that was a solo, not a duet, Tom. So next oh. time, just let me sing it and you just listen. Thank you. Just because in, you kind of threw me off. Enraptured. <laughs> you kind of really threw me off. There. In awe. And so Angeria, her catchphrase, the name's Angeria, but you can call me Angie. Now let's make it shake, honey. <laughs> I, I love her entrance look. She's very polished. This lovely polka dot sort of Dior silhouette, 50s Dior. Very, very lovely. Love the high hair, the makeup. This girl can beat a mug. Um, she does, she reeks of pageantry from every pore. Um, but I also get like this really nice sense of like warmth and humor from her. Um, so like she feels like down to earth, relatable, humorous. I like her. I, I, I like I like her. She is the definition of charisma. Mm-hmm. She is charisma. I mean, she so damn likable. A country, but she's humble, cute, confident. She's that person at a party that if you didn't know anyone in the room, she's probably the person that you'll stick to. And she'd make you feel welcome. Exactly. Yeah. She'll, she'll be the person that you gravitate towards because of the energy. You know what? The words that she needs to make a t-shirt of is I'll ballad you to death. Girl. <laughs> Can't I, wait to see when that. When she said that, she goes, oh, you know I me, mean? I'll, I'll ballad you to death. I'm She's old like, school. I, like I was just, like, oh. I draw you in, girl. Yeah. I'll ballad you to death. I, how, how has no one ever said that? I, I want her to move me. That, well, to death. To yeah. death, Tom. To death. But um, she's, she's just lovely. She's lovely. I, I'm rooting for her. Yes. I, you know, she's got that kind of star power that makes me think, hmm, okay, just on first impression, you could go far. Now, what are our thoughts on Lady Camden? I like Lady Hello, Camden. Hello, you sexy bitches. <laughs> Sorry. Hello, you sexy bitches. Is um, it, is it my Nick? God. It's like you've always been here. I am English. Thank you. Um, Hello, you sexy bitches. <laughs> I like her a lot. I think um, it's great to see a Brit on Drag Race US, obviously because we're Brits watching the... Well, you're Kiwi, but you're an honorary Brit. Um, uh, second ever Brit, I guess, because we had Charlie Hyde's before. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, she seems fun. She seems great. No, no, no. no. We've also had um, Max from season seven. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> that was a funny joke. You did well there. Okay. I like that. Yeah, yeah, well done. 
Um, so no, great. Like I love this entrance. Look, it's Alakusha. It's exactly what she says. It's like super fun pop candy. You know, she's got a bra made out of those like candy sweeties. Chanel did necklaces made out of that. Chanel. Chanel. So I wonder if she's referencing that. And she does, you know, she's every inch the sixth spice girl, as she says, candy spice. Okay. Not old spice, as Maddie says. Um, no, I think she seems cool. Like, uh, just looking at the way that she interacts with people, I get this sense that she's like a cool, nice person who's like interested in other people. Just like she, she speaks to them very naturally. Um, now, her off-camera look, I do have to say this because one of our regular listeners, Anna, um, sent me a DM saying that she reminds her of Malcolm McLaren out of track, which is very funny to me. <laughs> you don't know who Malcolm McLaren is. That's okay. Out of drag... She looks like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah, St- there's the that straight, too. She yeah, is yeah, the yeah. straight Shaggy from yeah. Scooby Doo. Um, so funny, but um, I think she seems cool. I think, um, I think she said in the Meet the Queens that she's quite the dancer. Ballet, darling. ballet, isn't it? Yeah. So she, there's a lot of dancers in this contingent. We've got Lady Camden. We've got Georges. We've got. Um, Jasmine? I mean, if they're even half as good as Raja, then we're in for a treat. Raja Hara. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Duh. Don't Who compete. Else? Now, Camden. Let me tell you a story about Camden in the U- in London. Meh. Now, if you're, from, <laughs> if you're from Camden, maybe I haven't experienced it, right? So, hit me up. Mm-mm-mm. Show us around. Oh, yeah. Camden. I've never been, I don't think. I've been there many times because when I went there, a lot of a lot of my friends were like, let's go, we're gonna go to Camden this week, and we're gonna go to Camden, we're gonna go to Camden. So I went to Camden the first time and I was really excited because I'm like, oh, this is where um try to make me go to rehab. I said no, no, no. What's Amy your name? Wine. Amy Wine. Amy Winehouse from there, and I saw the whole the the art of her and, and I was like, cool. But then it was just like mm. Maybe it's more of a vibe. Maybe it's more of a lifestyle. It's a a vibe. Camden is a vibe, and you have to really be in that vibe. But every time I've been there, I've just been like, okay, I want to go home now. I'm, (laughs) I'm not really... I mean... I can't can't tell you the name of the places I went to. There's a few places, but it was just... I just... Uh, let's just hope that very, uh, Camden let's, was uh, let's just hope that Lady Camden doesn't make you feel that way, eh? Yeah, let's see. Now the last queen to walk in is Dia Betty. Catchphrase: You Betty, be ready. <laughs> I Tom, can't, can't talk tell me. you how excited this look made me. Cause okay, we might have mentioned once or twice over the years that we like Gem and the Holograms in this house. This is a deep cut. She's not dressed as one of the misfits she's not even dressed as one of the holograms she's dressed as rapture from the stingers from gem the holograms it's a direct reference and she doesn't even mention it one of the girls says she looks like pikachu and is like no 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 she's rapture from the stingers i found this very exciting so you like the look i do the wig is less rapture more david bowie from labyrinth i mean i just thought she looked gorgeous um lovely energy walking in tom she did something that you told me one of the other queens did who was it when they compliment someone else on first meeting them it's quite submissive 
when you say you're a fan, yeah, yeah, she yeah. was just a Georgia's again. My boyfriend is your biggest yeah. fan. She's a Georgia's. My boyfriend's the biggest fan. Is that another example of being submissive? I don't. I don't know. I think what it's is a, there? I think it's an interesting thing to say. I think like it can feel a bit submissive, but it can also be a bit kind of like compliment to disarm. Because I, I would have thought, yeah, I, that's mm. what I when I meet someone and I compliment them. It's for me. It's um. I, I, I say that to try appear friendly. There's a way of saying it, though. I think you could be kind of like, I really admire your work. Or you can be like, I'm your biggest fan. And it, like that feels a bit more, you know, okay. like you're putting yourself at a lower status. All right. All right. Cool. Now, <laughs> now, everyone, listen up. When you meet, when a gay meets another gay or a gay meets one of his girlfriends or two two people meet up who have fond memories of each other. When they're both gay, fond of memories. When they meet up with someone, <laughs> they're, they're like, it is howling. It is, oh my God, yes, screaming. Ah! Let's think back to just Canada Drag Race when we saw the Brat Dolls. Oh my God. When we saw them all meet, when the Brat, we Pack. The Brat Pack meet up, they were like screaming, screaming. Or any other queen, like even season eight when we saw Thorgy and Acid and Bob, they were like, sequence. yeah, 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 kicking. When, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or, yeah. Oh, anytime another queen sees another queen that they know, they are going off. Season two, when they're um, Shangela and um, Sahara Daphne. Sahara, yep. met, they're screaming. That's the reaction when two gays or two drag queens meet. Now, I was laughing because when Maddie and Betty <laughs> saw each other, it was the most cordial. <laughs> it was the most cordial meeting. This is how it went. Maddie, Betty, oh my gosh, and then they shook hands. It was very like, they, how'd you do? Yeah, they shook hands. <laughs> There's two problems with this meeting. One, gays don't shake hands. Two, uh-uh. gays don't shake hands. <laughs> we do not shake hands. I was like, what is going here on this day? The, what they were, they were just such a cordial, like, oh, nice to meet you, pleasure is mine. No, no. Just like, what's going on? Did, did you see that? Sir Maddie, Lady Betty. Um, <laughs> it's very like... Please to make your acquaintance, pleasure is all mine. They cut very quickly to Betty talking about, oh, you know, Maddie has a lot to show her. She has secrets to tell. And it was very kind of like, oh, well, maybe, maybe Maddie feels a bit awkward about coming out as straight. It was uh, for me. That, I mean, that was that was really hell. I was mm. found it really funny because I was just like, "What's happening? They're not but screaming." She's obviously Crystal Method's drag. They say sister. sister. Sounds, sister. sounds like Crystal Method is that. That's her arrangement. She's 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 that she's that mum who wants to say, "Oh my god, people tell us we're like sisters." Um, because she doesn't want to age herself, as she says. So that's cool. You know, is she going to bring a similar sort of quirky vibe? Let's see. What a lovely addition to the cast of season 14. Oh. These seven queens. Tom, I asked you last week if there was a winner amongst our myths. I'm going mm. to ask you again. There's Georgia, Deja Sky, Jasmine Kennedy, Metamorphosis, Angeria Paris, Van Michaels, that was all one name of drag queen, <laughs> Lady Camden, and Diabetes. Do we have a winner amongst our mix? Angeria mix. has something really special about her that gives me winner vibes. All these girls are lovely and special, but Angeria, I just like get that vibe. Like, 
I, I, maybe it's just because of all the controversy and stuff, but I, like, there's something about Maddie as well. Um, everybody seems super duper talented, but for some reason, these guys just like stood out a little more in the edit or something. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you with Nigeria. Let's see how the rest of the episode goes. Now, we can actually get straight to the talent show, but let's have a quick sum up of everything that's happened in between from the introduction to what we've seen now. A few things happened. A few things happened. We've seen the girls do. Now, I need to correct myself because last week, Willow Pell walked in and I was like, girl, (laughs) you did not get the memo. They do not throw you into a a shark tank. They do not throw you into any of these situations. You have no reason to be walking in so comfortable. And then I was wrong because they put them on a um a spinning wheel you never know with drag race when they're just going to bring something back you know i was like that's trauma and i was waiting i was i was i was seriously waiting for someone to start throwing darts and Absolutely. knives at the girls i was like okay yep she's brought but she's reviving <laughs> seasons one to five again she's reviving it when seasons 12 and 13 they just like a lovely elegant fashion show you know I mean, I mean, these so, girls got to be ready for anything. Exactly. So they had a photography, uh, a photography session. Um, that's kind of like a, a build up on the Tic Tac where they had to yeah, pose. Yeah, it was a riff off it, wasn't it? With the Tic Tacs. And, you know, I'd, besides, uh, there's one thing that I wanted to mention here, and um, hopefully this doesn't become a faff, but let's get everything out on the first episode. Go on. As Metamorphosis, I was so impressed with the way. She knew the facial um, angles to create, the body shapes to create, the submissive feminine energy that she, she gave really off the first with the poses. Now, the reason why I say that that was impressive is, for example, if I was to ask you to go fishing or to go hunting or to go and do football, if I was to ask you, do you know the techniques that it takes to um, to, to hit a ball or do you know what it takes to survive or do you know how to, to do all those masculine things that come along with these masculine sports or these masculine um, genres? I don't know. What I, I don't know. Would you know how to... We're talking about a world she's been immersed in for no, years. But just, so let me finish because you're already trying to judge something that I haven't said. What I'm saying is that Maddie must really have in some way studied and been a part of this culture and been really involved with all parts of it to be so well clued up on everything, especially when it comes to photography, because I just saw a really beautiful lady convincingly. She did a fab job, and she was the only one who found Santino's hat. But I'm convinced there were other hidden items in there, because I could okay. see things. I could see things, but the other girls didn't find them. Ge- and Jeria won that hands down. Oh, I she mean, gave that a lovely photo that she gave was just, oh. Hashtag reveal as well. She took off her skirt and she was in she a was ready. Yeah. Oh, she was silky nutmeg. She ganache. was ready. She was ready to lipstick for her life. <laughs> she she came in. Now, the D-drag, first of all, Deja Sky, I see it look like a gay Uncle Fester before she even <laughs> said it. But I do want to say something that I felt was quite shady. Again, Maddie's involved. When... Diabetti, who already knows Metamorphosis mm-hmm. as a straight man, initiated a conversation about being a golden gay. Gold star gay. Gold star gay. Well, I kind of I hate all that thing about gold star gay. Yeah, yeah I but, do. but she initiated the conversation. Maybe it was prompted, maybe it wasn't, but she initiated the conversation knowing full well that Maddie was straight and that Maddie obviously hadn't yet said anything. Was that shady? Because then she also I... answered for Maddie. She was like, I know that you aren't. Sir, I, I don't think she should have said that because 
I was sensing from the beginning a palpable discomfort from Maddie. And do you know what? And I guess we're going to link into the conversation shared with Rue now. Like, I think a lot of the gay or trans or any member of the LGBTQIA spectrum watching this program can connect with the look of horror or discomfort that spread across Maddie's face when Rue said to the whole room, you're our first straight contestant. And of course, I know, I know it's ironic and the, the roles are inverted, but I think everybody can connect to that sense of discomfort, your identity being disclosed in a way that you're not comfortable with. And I really felt for her, actually. Do you I, have a memory? Again, I know it's ironic. I know, I know it's, I know that she is, a person, you know, she's a straight, white, cis male in a position of privilege. And it is ironic that she should be put in this position. Just because we've experienced that pain doesn't give us permission Which, exactly, to throw it on someone else. Exactly. I think we can connect to that discomfort. I can remember. It wasn't disclosed on her terms. Exactly. I can remember very vividly someone asking, are you gay in front of other people to me? It, when yeah. In the time when I was definitely not out. Yes. I was just being me. I can remember nearly every single time that happened. It was traumatic. Yes, it I, was. It was. I wasn't ready, and someone's yeah. throwing it on you. Then you have to try lie convincingly when you know everyone already knows you are. It's some and then they're laughing behind some your back. Pantomime. It's. Yeah. I fully connect with that, and um, I'm sorry you went through that, and like I have felt that many, many times as well. It's it, like. Person that I am today, it doesn't bother me at all. But there was a time when I just wasn't ready and it wasn't exactly, it was a horrible conversation. I mean, that I was me all introducing my partner, my boyfriend, to my friends, and they mm. asked me if I was gay and I was not ready yet. Exactly. I was like, How dare the you? The disrespect. Um, can you just uh, the disrespect rewind a bit? Thank you, God, people, eh? Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I said it earlier, you could just tell that it was her own secret and give her her own time exactly. to say it. Thankfully, the girls in the workroom were perfectly lovely and accepting. Yeah. So I reckon we could just move on to the whole topic now. Well, let's go to the talent show. The first queen to show us her talent was Georges, uh, who did a lip sync dance performance. She did. And you're our dance expert. I tell am. Tell me what you think. She has very good body awareness. Mm. She knows the shapes that mm -hmm. she makes. She's very aware of the pictures that she's creating. She's aware of her angles. And that just kind of sums her up to me as someone who's very aware of being pretty. Yes. She's very aware of looking pretty. This angle makes me look sexy. This angle makes me look pretty. I look hot. She knows those pictures. She knows how to create it. And she knows yeah. how to create them to a five six seven eight <laughs> i can tell you she has danced in front of a mirror several times because every angle and picture that she was creating every shape every dance was it was ready to be snapped up by photography yeah this girl's this girl's a dancer she knows how to look good on a stage she's beautiful very good body control i mean it was you really can't watch that and fault it it was it was very good. Now, do I think that being a lip sync is worthy of a talent show on a drag queen competition? No, I don't think. I think that a talent show is a time for you to show something else because we assume as a drag queen contestant on RuPaul's Drag Race that you have lip sync down. We assume it. To, we me, assume it. to me, the but emphasis is more on dance than lip sync. 
I would say that this was more of a dance than a lip yeah, sync. You're correct. I think it should be framed that way, to be honest. I completely agree with everything you say. Like, obviously, I know virtually nothing about dance, but you've, you've, you've taught me a thing or two of the you don't, years, and you've showed me a lot of videos. Everyone, 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 good. listen, listen. Linda, Linda, listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> you don't need to be a have a dance background to appreciate dance, because a lot of the times, as a dancer, we're performing to non-dancers i just so as a as a as someone who's a recipient of my art you too have a valid voice and how you you. and how you appreciate that i'm only giving you you. my my stance as someone who has danced for many years i professionally (laughs) and as a hobby so but how do you feel when you watch that? What do you see? What do you I, experience? I just like, again, I'm not using the right language here, but like I thought that she was like really sharp and she hit every beat and that she seemed like a really cool experienced dancer to me. And I, I enjoyed the performance. How did that performance make you feel? I just felt like I was watching a really cool dancer, whether she was a drag queen or not. Absolutely. Yeah. Nailed it. She was great. Yeah. Now, next up, we have Jasmine Kennedy. He's also doing a lip sync slash dance performance. So they bear direct comparison, really, don't they? They they do. They do. Now, one thing that I want to say is that Jasmine definitely gave more emphasis, not just to a dance performance, but to lip syncing and performing a lip sync. And we didn't get Mm. that that much from Georgia's. She okay, just wanted yeah. to look gorgeous and fierce and yes, mama, oh God, and oh, all of that crap. <laughs> but Jasmine was really going for the lip sync. I want you to believe that I'm I'm, I'm singing and mm-hmm. also I'm going to dance and throw some of these movements into it. And so in that sense, I definitely appreciate it. Yes, this girl can dance. Um, I mean, that spin into a split. Yes. Beautiful. A backflip into a split into a split. No, no, no. I want to just say this: it's a backflip in heels, and you yeah. you better believe that's a different thing to just doing a backflip because when you're but when you're doing a backflip, you have to go back and then you have to slide back onto your toes, yeah. and then you push onto your toes to get that elevation to then spring onto your hands. When you're in heels, you're already on your toes, so you have to use. You don't get that much of a jump to to mm-hmm. prop you into a backflip. Uh-huh. Okay, there's not that much like jump. You have you're already like on relevé you're already on your on your relevé. heels yes, so you have familiar. to you have to really use the momentum of your upper body to really get you into the back handspring uh-huh. that is the difference when it so it, it is harder to do backflip in heels you have to give props to her for that she, you have to she was great in this like she gave me more you know she gave me a lot of acrobatics um like you say there's a lot of like emotion and dedication to lip sync I think overall, again, you know, when you consider this is more than a lip sync, it's like an acrobatic dance performance. I thought she was very, very good. The look was gorgeous as well. We'll say the position of the fringe on her bodysuit is a little bit distracting. Oh. It looked like it was just flapping around her fanny. For a dancer, fringe is your best friend. <laughs> I think it could have been positioned differently. Fringe is your best friend. And for our American so, listeners, obviously, fanny doesn't mean the same thing in the that UK. That was entertaining. It was very entertaining. It very was, good. It was good. Loved how huge her hair was. Oh. I it mean, was big. The bigger the hair, the closer to God. Oh. I want to let you go first with diabetes. Okay. Go off. 
Are we recording? Yeah. We're oh, recording. sorry. I thought you were leading in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're recording, Tom. The oh, well, song. excitement, energy. <laughs> oh, hi, everyone. <laughs> you know, that's very... Um, hey, report, just let me know when we're recording. We're killer. We are on. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> like... Who's it's that? Like when you get... Oh, that it's was Gottmik. Uh, Paris yeah, Hilton. Yeah. Love it. There's all those clips of news reporters when like, they don't think they're on there. That lady's like, I so pale. Seen that like, one. You're on live. Yeah, it's like, and she snapped tonight on uh, CBS <laughs> Live. We've got go on with Diabetti. Um, so I think at the end of the day, this was a straight up lip sync to somebody else's song, which is a difficult thing. Which to... is what the other two have done. First of all, they were very much dance led, if you ask me. So they're a bit different. So this is a lip sync, and again, you said it last week. We expect queens to be able to lip sync to other people's songs as one of their basic skill sets as a drag queen. Did she do a great job? Was I entertained? I was entertained and there were plenty of like little flourishes in there that made it special. I liked the hat reveal. I liked the confetti. I liked the balloon. You know, it was fun. It was comedic and I enjoyed it. It's just like for a talent show for drag queens, I'm not quite sure if it's enough. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it because that would be a lie. I'm not saying that she's not showing talent because that would also be a lie. But it's just whether it's standout or special enough. Do you know what I mean? I'm finding it hard to articulate, to be honest. I I think maybe you're on the same wavelength as me. When you do a lip sync performance, I already assume that something in your wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. So when I'm asking you, in a talent show, mm-hmm. in a competition with other participants to give me a talent, I'm already assuming that's something that you got in the bag and you yes. can show me that when hopefully, well, you know, it happens when you end up in the bottom two. Let me see it then. Yeah. But don't you want someone else to see another part of your um, persona, another another skill that you have besides that? Like surely yeah. lip syncing isn't isn't everything that you are and everything that you do. Surely you bring something else that's special mm-hmm. to this. This maybe it's not. Maybe that's it. But I, then if that is the case, you better Sasha Valor me to death. <laughs> you better Laganja me to death. You better tr- you better Trinity K Bonet my ass oh. to death. You 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 better you you better do all you all Coco those queens me. exactly. You better do all of that. You better make me believe. That lip sync's not something that you have to do. It's who you are. And there are these queens who have come before you who it wasn't even a talent show. Mm-hmm. But there were th- and, and their worst times when they thought they were going home, they had to do a lip sync. And then they did that. Not because it's a talent show, but because that's what they they bread and the butter and they do that and they have showed up. Now you have to match all of these lip syncs that we talk about still to this day from season two, mm-hmm. from season three, from season four, this has to be on that level good. Was this on that level good? No, I'm sorry. It wasn't. If I saw, it if wasn't. I, if I saw this in the club, I would have loved it. It would have been fantastic. It would have been like, yes, queen, fantastic lip sync. But unfortunately for this setting, it wasn't quite right, is what I would say. It's not bad. Not at all. Diabetes, there was a lovely performance. It was a confident performance. I loved the gags of the the hat. They made me laugh. The screamers, the balloon. It was very entertaining. 
for me. It was a very good performance. It was. There was nothing done wrong. There were no mistakes. It was a good, clean lip sync performance. But it was just a good, clean lip sync performance. That That's all I'm saying. Well, what we're saying is it's not quite right for this Serrano. Yeah. Lady Camden mm. did a ballet. This is what it's, we would call in the business jazz ballet. So jazz ballet is a different thing. It's it's like ballet is so black and white, right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Jazz ballet has a, a bit of room for forgiveness on technique, right. where they can move it into something. With it's, it's, it's ballet with a bit more forgiveness into like dance bit music, more like, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So this was a jazz ballet performance for me. Um. It was it was fun. It was cute. It was right. It, I, I I agree I, with everything you said. You I know? wasn't blown away. Also, mm. I want to say this. Her, I was really surprised um, that her kicks weren't for what I feel high enough for a ballet dance. For a ballet dance, like you should be those when you do a kick or a hitch kick or a fan kick that leg should brush your nose you should you should almost be fearful of your shins knocking your ass out <laughs> that's what ballet and technique and and jazz is i didn't i didn't i was like okay cool come can on I, come on a bit higher a bit higher well, and I, I i can tell you right now if there was a ballet teacher watching this should be like higher Kick higher, higher. <laughs> what Should is that accent, It's Russian. Okay. Thank you, okay. obviously. <laughs> you better stop coming for my accent, Tom. Because you better, you better... What did you think about it? What, your accent or her performance? Her was, <laughs> you know, my talent would be accent. Your eyes tell me it's be. Yeah, I'm giving him the Mayhem Miller stare. I thought that she showed an awful lot of talent and she's clearly a fabulous dancer and a very entertaining queen. I guess... What I felt about it, like from the look to the kind of actual performance, when we've seen two other dancers come before, she was very, very good, but I didn't feel quite as fresh and contemporary as the other two. Um, so, like, there's this thing in the UK, on top of the pops, which was our, like, um, our, like pop chart show over the decades, there are these people called Pan's People who would do, like, a dance performance if um, the artist couldn't perform their song and they play the song and they do a dance performance and it's very of the 70s of the 80s and it gave me that sort of feel it felt like very talented and it felt very very good but not very contemporary that's what i thought um i think she's an incredibly talented queen i enjoyed watching her it's just um it felt dated is maybe the word i want to use is that awful that is awful it was a good performance mm. like I don't know how it's hard for me to experience it the same way everyone else does because when I see things and you tell me it's a ballet number and I think jazz ballet, I expect certain things when you give me a dance genre because I know what to expect. Yeah. Now it didn't meet my expectations. Now maybe you experience it or everyone else watching it was like, oh, I thought that was amazing. I can't watch it the same way you watch it because I know what things are supposed to be like. When someone does an aerial, I know the best technique for an aerial. When someone does a back handspring, I know what a back handspring should look like mm. in technique wise. And if I was to really get down into the nitty gritty, when we look at the backflip that um, 
Jasmine Kennedy did. Lovely start, but her dismount where she bent her legs, that's bad. That would that would be a deduction. That would be mm. the way that she after she landed on her hands, her legs came over and they're both bent. That is really bad technique. That is gonna be a huge deduction. Other people won't see that. They'll be like, oh, backflip into a split. Amazing. But I guess now, I, I, I ignore little things like that. But because, if, if because you they'd... ask me to, to really try to appreciate a performance of a certain genre, I can't help but to see these things. But they're queens and they're doing it in drag, which is an added... Exactly. Difficult, isn't it? Great. But so, overall... No, 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 overall... She did an amazing job. <laughs> I know yeah. what I, I know what I see. Overall, amazing. Her coupes, her PKs, good spins, lovely spotting, good energy, lovely like, like good kicks. But were they like award? Were they like? I think that's like it. competition level. Like for mm. no, it wasn't. But it was still a grand it was, and a great performance. It was a it fab was job. It was a fab job, and I think that's. I we're on the same page. It was a fab job. Nothing groundbreaking happened, but I was entertained. She did a fab job. I don't know why you're attacking me, Tom. I'm trying to tell you that she did a good job. Are you Lady Camden? <laughs> <laughs> okay, she did a great job, Tom. Stop coming at me. Deja Sky. You know what? You're very, everyone, you're very lucky to have me here because it is very performance heavy. It's very dance talent. They're very dance based. Hmm. So I feel like if this is the first time listening to us, I am never this critical. Can I just I am say one the moment, nicest person? One tiny thing. We freeze framed and it, we happen to have a shot of the girls. The look on Angeria's face is priceless. <laughs> She's like, is that it? Is that <laughs> they just guy was teaching cheerleading in three easy steps. Now, she, she in told- all honesty, I felt like her talent was comedy slash rhyming, trying to make a f- something funny that uh, I just that it's just like a didn't... comedy skit, wasn't it? So yeah, it was. Um, my my personal opinion on this is that like. There are lots of nice positive elements, like how she got the audience involved, or like when the judges were copying the poses, and um, it, there was a sense of gentle comedy involved. Again, like reminding me of Orion's performance last week. Like I love gentle comedy. There's a huge place for gentle comedy, but when you've got like three minutes to make an impact, it doesn't always fly. Um, this to one me, minute? but then thought it was one minute. Whatever it is, whatever. Um, th- when. My personal opinion on this is this is an act that would work, re- again, it'd work so well in a club when you've got the audience participating and you've maybe even got like a little dance floor for people to copy your moves and stuff and it'd be so, so fun and everyone had such a good time. We'd all have shots, we'd all have a great night, yeah? But in this scenario, it's not 100% translating. I do get a sense of her as a queen. She's funny. She does cheerleading. Who was that comedian that I've I've been watching lately? And um, he does one-liners. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he pulled out like an R. He was like, ah. I know exactly who you mean. What's and he pulled jobs? out the letter R out of this barrel. Whoa. I've forgotten his name. Okay. Anyway, that that kind of comedy works here because the laughs are one-liners and they're instant and they're immediate. Yeah. They're all these really, really quick, funny one-line hits that just get you from the go. That don't need you to to build a storyline because you don't have much time. Mm-hmm. I just felt like this could be workshopped, and I think this probably <laughs> exactly needs, what we said about Orion needs last week. a bit more time. I just, I personally feel like it just didn't land. I think she's lovely. I love her energy. Yes. I want to see more of her because I really do. I'm starting to. I'm really getting into her. 
but this just wasn't the best display of what she uh, hopefully is in the best display of what she can give. I hope this isn't the best. I, 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 I hope this isn't all this year. To yeah. Some wise. But I, I'm not sold. I fully agree. It was like, it was a fun character. It was a great idea. Mm. It just didn't quite play out in this setting. Metamorphosis did a guitar performance. Now, it's not like last week's guitar performance from, <laughs> um, who's, who was it? It was Alyssa Hunter. Alyssa Hunter. There was actually a wire attached a to this electrical guitar. guitar. It was plugged was in. And um, she was playing. Now, um, for me, uh, I felt like it was it was basic in the sense that I felt like someone could have just gone on YouTube, learned a song, and then played it. It wasn't anything special. There weren't any like amazing chord sequences. I don't know, that know if either of us are expert guitar players enough to say that with definite confidence. I enjoyed shit. It was a bit low key, but it was different. She played it with her tongue. I think that's something that's silly, that's fun, that's camp. The look, the look, was it kind of like a drag Bob Dylan? Is that what I was getting? I'm not sure. Um, I always have mad respect for a queen who comes on stage and actually plays an instrument live. I've said it last week. Trixie, Thorgy, Silky, even if it's not the most complicated, you're trying to show a talent, you're trying to stand out. It's something a bit more unique wrong um oh okay i, I grew up fuck my ch- drag I, I grew up in the church band i know i know how people play instruments um okay so, tell me about your expert guitar playing well i learned a few songs on during covid remember <laughs> play I played, one i played it um i was very good at the clarinet thank you i learned the piano growing up i didn't get to be expert but everything that i've learned in those small times that i had a was more advanced than what I just saw on screen. So I can say that it was very basic. I'll have to take your word for that. But you don't have a musical bone on your body, Tom. <laughs> so you have to take what I say. Uh, I had a few guitar lessons. Tom, there was, that was nothing like, there was, there was no, it was, it wasn't complicated. It was, I'd like for one it of It was our... more of like a ballady kind of like feel, but it wasn't a display of technique and expertise. I'd like for one of our listeners who properly plays guitar to Very drop much similar to Silky. I Silky's piano playing was very basic. It wasn't amazing it was it wasn't to me someone who knows the piano for me it's someone who's like who's learned how to play just that song or who's very very like it's foundation piano but it wasn't a confident confident musician I, I didn't see that hold still on my position and i still respect i can see attempt. it in thorgy I can. I believe Th- when I heard Thorgy play, very well, that's musician. it. That's the difference, and you need to compare these musicians. You have to compare them. The difference in skill and confidence and stage performance and stage readiness. There is no comparison. Thorgy's a musician. Metamorphosis. I need to see something else to convince me, but that's not going to convince me that you play the guitar. It's not. I, I don't think we're going to reach a full agreement on this, but I still respect any queen who comes up in the, there and plays a instrument live. Absolutely. I'm there with you. 
and Jerry Van Michaels, uh, who Jerry did a lip sync. Paris, Michaels. Uh, Paris, LaGuardia, <laughs> New York, New Plymouth, <laughs> Auckland, Brisbane. All the places. Van, Van Michaels. Out of Mongolia. The places there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Malaysia, mm-hmm. Van Truck, uh, <laughs> Tesla, Michaels. Um, <laughs> so she did a lip sync to her own song. Now, mm-hmm. we, we have to ask the question, the difference between her and Cornbread before we go on. We have to, instead of looking at her as a performer singing a song performing her own song we just need to see her as someone lip-syncing to a song I because guess just, unless she performed it live we can't give her credit for that the same thing for cornbread yeah just i guess yeah just like a little call back just yeah. because cornbread last week we really really enjoyed cornbread's performance but she was kind of marked down a little bit for lip-syncing to her own song as opposed to singing, singing it live exactly the thing yeah. is it was a, it was more that we didn't want to mark her up, yeah, for lip syncing because last week they difference this week last week they had a variety of performances they had comedy they had her doing a lip sync to her own song they had dance mm. then they had um, a jump rope you're right there was more of a breadth there was yeah there's more breadth so you yeah. were able to say like oh well she didn't sing so we we can't give her credit above mm. other people who went there and did something else mm-hmm. this week. Everyone's let's be honest. Everyone besides Metamorphosis and Deja Sky's lip syncing. You're right. So right. you can just go, okay, I can take away the fact that it's her song. Now I can just see how was she as a performer to the music she gave. And as a performer to the music, and Jerry smashed it. She had a yeah, wig she reveal. She did. had a body she reveal. Did. She had um she she was just she had her charisma oozing and just kind of got you in. She's dancing. She's vivacious. As, Stage as talent, presence. As a talent show performance, it certainly told me who she is as a drag queen and a performer. Yeah. Like you say, I loved the wig reveal. Loved her tossing off the biggest duster I've ever seen. Um, she certainly moved. I guess kind of like you could say in contrast to Cornbread last week, like she moved a lot so you could maybe excuse the lip syncing there's a more before there was more like yeah. there was more like um b- performance in terms of movement yes um but she also gave the face and she got you engaged she really, really you gotta did. love her it's very entertained yeah and again like i don't i don't i'm not trying to like focus on like oh who do i think is gonna win today rather than who we think should win you can definitely tell when the spotlight of Rue shines upon somebody. And yeah. last week it was Cornbread, and this week I think it's Angeria. I'm going to ask you for your favorite performance. Okay. And and your least favorite Let me look at my little notes over here. Gosh. Um, it's so hard because everyone was just... The, this week was you're either a dancer or you were um, performing. I'm going to already say for me... Mm-hmm. Um, my my least the the one that I enjoyed the least was Deja Sky. And it's only because comedy needs more time to to build. Because once it builds, it's the most funniest thing ever. But it's just, one minute is just not enough. I think the girls need to start taking a few notes from this talent show and how comedy doesn't necessarily translate. Like, how many girls have we now had? Because we had Jasmine Orion last Masters. week. Jasmine Masters. Derek Barry. Trinity, Trinity K. K. Bonet. It doesn't necessarily translate to this format unless you're super-duper punchy, like pun or insult comic or something unless you're like really really a fantastic comic 
So that's unfortunate because I really love Deja as a queen. I know that Deja, when she's given more time, maybe in a roast or something else, she'll be better. But this just wasn't the platform. Definitely, definitely. This wasn't the platform to display that. So my least favorite is Deja Sky. My most favorite, the most, the person with the best stage presence was, for me, Nigeria. I have to agree with you. But I the th- person who was the better movement was Georges. I'm oh, serious. Okay, okay. Georges was like for me it was a perfect dance performance and her genre which I thought was just like a sassy maybe street hip hop maybe a bit of like femme. Mm. She nailed that category hands down. Now, was that more exciting than Nigeria? No. Nigeria was a more exciting to me because it, it got me engaged. It got me excited. It got me like, oh, haha, I, I, was, I was more yeah. engaged with it. So that's why I probably am gravitating towards Nigeria. But you cannot fault Georges. Georges gave a very strong, seamless performance seamless, seamless. I'm, I'm gonna give my top three or four like i did last week okay my top three or four are probably angeria jasmine georgius and maddie i just appreciate the talent of play- i know i know we've spoken about it, it wasn't the most complex piece of music in the world yeah. but i've got a soft spot for queen to play we fought live. off air we fought off air um, for Maddie. Maddie, you already you, not only are you causing rifts on social media, you're, you're causing rifts I just in think this relationship. Cis straight males just don't get a fair stick, and you know, I'm here to fight for Let's them. Let's see if the runway makes any difference. Welcome to Fashion with Dr. Tom, <laughs> social media influencer uh-uh, and yeah. a viral fashionista superstar. Well, you know, I can um, If couldn't, you're not already following I us do, on Spilling the Genesee Podcast, but, you know. please do follow us on Spilling the Genesee Podcast. Let's get to the category. What is the runway category? Again, it's signature drag, same as last week. Fast fashion. Let's go. Georges. So Georges walks out in what initially looks like an asymmetric purple, like silk drapery gown. Whips that off and she's in a bejeweled, bedazzled bodysuit underneath. I love this. I think it looks very expensive, very elevated. And like, I can see her dancing in it. I think she looks Absolutely. great. Is yeah. it a yas or a pass? It's a yas. She's every is it inch a, the Latina diva. Is it a yes or a mm, bless? <laughs> I like yes or bless. Let's go it? with that. It's yes. A yes. Today it's a yes or bless. Yeah, yes? Yeah. Yes. It's a yes. Okay. What about Deja Sky? Let me just say, first of all, mm-hmm. I love this look. Much better than the entrance look. I was getting Patrick Star realness. <laughs> oh, she does look like Patrick Star. Well, yeah, Patrick Star loves a head wrap. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, love this for her because I wasn't a huge fan of her entrance look. But this is like elevated, full on drag. You know, I love these. I don't know, you know, obviously she went to some lovely fabric shop and got these two like matched but different colored like lace rose fabrics. She loved like the black lace on her body and then these big billowing teal um, kind of uh, accents, I guess, with the sleeves. There's a cape element. There was this big fishtail. This was dry. The head wrap. I loved how I loved the head wrap on her. She looks so pretty with the rosette at the top. I love this. I would pray to her. She I would if fantastic. I saw her. I would. I would kneel and pray. Mm. This is a goddess, a, a, would, a queen, a drag queen goddess. I love it. You would kneel, Patrick Harris. Is that a yes or a? Oh, this is bless. a yes. Yes. 
Now, uh, Jasmine Kennedy. I really saw a lot of like J Lo inspired first shot. Interesting you say that because I was thinking this looked like. I don't know if it's a director homage, but it's very inspired by the designs of Zuhair Murad, Middle Eastern designer, who does like proper like red carpet fashion, you know, beautiful drapery, capes, tulle, gold, uh, embellishments. Stunning. Lovely things. And Stunning. this is really, really gorgeous. And J-Lo loves Zuhair Murad, often, often performs in, in his in his. This um, is a yes with my finger wagging with my you know my my what do you call that finger there <laughs> it's an index finger my index dear. finger yeah. just yeah. wagging left oh right. it's, yes. a yes. it's a yes it's a yes metamorphosis uh my wow fantastic well done Maddie. so the second decapitated i marie antoinette look we've seen this year but she wouldn't have known about adriana's on drag race canada too would she no um, so loved this I mean we see Marie Antoinette every season but if you're going to do it do it this way it was irreverent it was camp it was silly it was dark it was, it was amazing beautiful. it was wow how is she doing this by the way she must be bent over under the bustle she must be bent over under it the commitment the commitment to her drag this is beautiful again um, like, can you imagine can you imagine like in some world where she's in the bottom and then they're like lip sync for your life could you imagine lip syncing in there <laughs> it'd be entertaining so awkward. it'd be entertaining be so there's no way this this is a look that people will talk about i mean you'll post about this won't you probably though it's more of a i think the look is more historical fashion than like current fashion you know it's, so it's yes. hard for me to draw a reference from it's a damn time, but, yes but it's a massive yes absolutely yes Nigeria, paris this look is gorgeous. She looks expensive. I love this color on her. Crimson and oxblood. Love it. Glamour. Oh, she's Glamour. Because it is like, is it high-necked, but it's fitted, and there's the overskirt. Love this look. The There's like a flame element that gives me kind of like the Bob Mackie flame dresses. You know, Tina, Cher, Beyonce. When you say Tina, do you mean Tina Burner? Tina Turner. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Tina Burner may try to borrow it. Um, but there's also like again, kind of like giving me like Middle Eastern designer vibes, like Eli Saab or something like that. Um, she's very expensive and red carpet ready. She again, I get a sense of her as a queen. She's a pageant queen. She looks beautiful. She wears expensive gowns. Can I just say, I think the, she should be this week's winner with that look. I that think it's almost. We'll come to it in a second, yeah. but I think it's a high chance. It's a yes. It's a yes. <laughs> it's a yes. Now, Lady Camden. I like this. I think, again, do I get a sense of her as a queen? Yeah. She's a queen who who is, you, you know, she came up in London, very club kid. Um, she's been around for a while. And, um, you know, it looks like a little bit crafty next to some of the very, very elevated looks here on the stage. But I think she looks fun. She looks camp. She looks kitsch. I love it. She she looks to me like a Euro pop star from the late nineties. Eurovision. Like, yeah, like say say you went on holiday to Spain and like there was some hit that's like made its way back to the UK. She's like she's the singer of that song, you know. I think she looks cool. This is fun. I like it. She's equal parts flamingo and peacock. She's a Eurovision pop star. Yeah, to me. that's what yeah, I see. Yeah, um, let's, let's give her a yes. Yeah, she's getting a yes, definitely. Now, Diabetes. I love this bloody wig. I love the concept. The wig and the makeup I, is fantastic. I bloody love it. Now, I saw the tights. 
It wasn't they the were tights ripped. and forcing it was the dress itself. Um, so I do actually like the dress a lot as well. It's very kind of like a Gautier tie dress, um, which we do see reference quite often. Um, but I liked her take on it. I love like a hobble dress. It's very like sleek. It's very, you know, it gives her a little Mae West wiggle. Um, unfortunately, it was at her walk. Was the fit off or something? But I know the judges are going to read her for filth. That rip, unfortunately, that we saw in the back when she turned around. Mm. Is that her fault? You know, these things happen, unfortunately. Overall, the look is lovely. So I'm going to give her a yes. But like there's there's that rip. You know what? I can forgive the rip. The look was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't see a piece of art she was, and just be like, mm, it's not that cool anymore because of that corner was ripped. I still think that it's beautiful. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sue me. There's a Sue l- me. little bit of a whiff of like Alice in Wonderland about the look I somehow like it. as well. Yeah. My winner this week is Angeria. I think And Angeria I have fun. to give props to Georges. And she's going to be underrated because she's this pretty little firecracker. And people are going to wonder, is she more than just being a pretty fierce queen? Can she give more than that? I don't care at the moment. From what she's delivering, she's serving. I think the girls that I named as my probably my top four from performance also gave really quite lovely runway looks that keep them in that top four. So I think the top girls are going to be any combination of Angeria, Georges, um, Jasmine and Maddie. If I had to guess, the bottom is diff- the bottom is we have. To, I have to go on performance. The bottom is going to be. Um, it's probably Deja it's, and Dyer, isn't it? It's Deja and Dyer, and I think Lady Camden is sort of in the middle somewhere. She could be in trouble if they choose that. But shall we ever see? Yeah. Let's wrap it up as fast as we can. The winner this week is Angeria. Congratulations, my well lovely deserved. darling. She's a fabulously insane it's, queen. it's a deserved win. Yeah. Now let's talk about the bottom two. The bottom two is Diabetti and Deja Sky, which Sky. we kind of predicted. Yeah. Um, fabulous queens, but just wasn't their week. Now the lip sync is Fallen from Alicia Keys. Now there's so many other Alicia Keys songs they could have chosen. I'm like, which one of you would you? I can't bring to mind that many Alicia songs. Say you love me, say you love me, put it on a love song. Say you love me, I, I think Alicia's fabulously me, talented, but like, like I don't connect with a lot like, of the songs. Um, the Empire State of Mind or something. Where things are made there's, yeah. I just think there's more upbeat. But anyway, they chose Fallen. I wasn't too happy because I'm like how are they going to do an amazing performance I was proved wrong before the song even started I was like oh this is Deja Skies it just mm. suits her look I want to say I'm very surprised I thought this was a very good lip sync from both of them they um not Deja Sky um Diabetes Diabetes they're both beginning with a D <laughs> Diabetes I want to say Surprised me. I didn't think that um, she would understand the anguish of the song. And it's my ignorance that I automatically was like, Patrick's black. She's going <laughs> to win this. She's got this. I want to say Patrick, that. Deja. Sorry. Deja. <laughs> Deja's black. She's got this. But I want to say that I saw so much anguish and I believed the pain coming out of diabetes they both like injected passion into it they both did i want to say in the beginning i was like 
Oh my god, Betty's got this. Betty's, Betty's the, got this. Her little shtick with the, the what I'm the, guessing the, was nail varnish on yes, lipstick the, across the, 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 the claws the and the, the red. That was a good little moment that that really sold it for me. But I started connecting more and more with Deja throughout the performance because she's a good mover and she really, really gave really good emotion. You know what? I didn't did. believe she was did. a choreographer until I saw this lip sync. Until afterwards, I was like, okay, she's giving it. She's giving it. Sometimes there's time and place for choreography. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like sometimes this song is full on that, but she found the places to give it and that did give her an edge. Mm-hmm. When, all, when you're both giving emotion and anguish and passion what else can I give that's going to set me apart? And it's her movement. Yes. And I thought that was so clever for her to start giving her movement and the dynamics and the anguish of the ground. And that's when I was like her. But there was this one specific moment I know which bit you where mean. I was like, she's got it. Tell me Sky's which bit it was. got it. When she did the whole covering the mouth, yeah, yeah, when she yeah, covered yeah. her mouth, and then she went back to lip syncing. It was very I was good. like, was very so good. simple, so small. Yeah. But that, that took me, and that takes everyone to a moment where they're in this feeling and they can't speak, but they still need to speak. When you can connect your, when you can connect choreography with a real emotion and a Mm -hmm. real memory or a, a memory of someone else that you can relate to, that is strong. And she did that. And I was like, okay, she's got this. She has this. She's, that think, was so clever. It's so amazing. I loved it. In summation, I think we're, we're at a point where both girls did fabulously and we were very impressed by both of them. But for us, I think we're on the same page. Deja won there. Aging, just aging her yeah. out. I want to say that Betty was, her performance was amazing. She fought fiercely. Yeah. So we ever seen, see what the results are. Let's wrap it up. Goodbye to Diabetes. Yeah. We are saying um, a, a big congratulations to Deja Sky for winning that lip sync. Pardon the and pun, but Diabetes seemed like a, a sweet queen, get it? Um, who had like a quirky left field point of view. I feel like the lip syncs the past two weeks have been kind of similar in that like a quirky left field queen has gone home and has been sent home by like a kind of dancer, multi talented. Queen, mm. do you know? It, it feels a bit similar. And the the girl on the top has been like a charismatic lip syncer. All I want to say is that when Cornbread won, we had Lizzo who <laughs> yeah. inspired Cornbread as yes. judge. And this week we had Angeria <laughs> who Alicia Keys has inspired since her she was, since she was but a baby. Fetus. But a baby, yes. And um, coincidence, meh, doesn't matter because it doesn't take away from the excellence that she gave on the stage absolutely, and the beauty that she performed on the runway. Mm-hmm. I am eloquent. <laughs> You're so eloquent. I am graceful. I have nothing but respect Delicate. for your ability to convey about me. words. Everyone, um, <laughs> so that's it. Thank you very much for listening to us. This is, this is all the queens of season 14. You know what? I'm very excited to I'm see excited. how this season goes because this is a great crew um, group of queens. And I'm um, really just- good, very diverse, lots of different skill sets. I think 
I predict some really fierce lip syncs down the line because we've got some amazing so many dancers. Things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, I predict I, I, I predict amazing lip syncs because mm. um, that's their talent. Apparently, and next week's a ball. Yeah, so you'll hear. Oh more. my gosh, you'll the Instagram will be chock next full. week because I'll be silent. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there pushing record and stop. Um, but that's us for this week if you liked us hey write us a review follow us on Instagram and Twitter Um, send us um, messages whatever you like tell a friend about us we love to hear from you guys like on the Twitter and the Instagram just send us whatever we love to hear from you but um, this is Polo and up to Tom see you guys next week lots of love guys see you soon